radioinfluence.com MJ Morning Show podcast, episode number 11. Hey, it's MJ Todd Schnitt along with Froggy and Fester. Guys, how many people have said, hey, I saw the MJ Morning Show billboards around the Tampa Bay market? A whole bunch of people have come up to me and said they've seen it, and the billboards look great. They look pretty sharp, man. Did you design those or what? I did. Ooh, how about that? Very good yeah. job. I'm getting texts from people that I haven't heard from, like a personal trainer of mine from like 12 years ago. <laughs> hey, saw your billboards. How you doing? How's the family? I'm like, hey, everything's great. Really, really great response from the billboards. And uh, ran them for a week. And I'm going to be running them intermittently all around town, just, you know, waiting for good locations. So we'll be running more MJ Morning Show billboards. Also, you know what else I think we're going to do? I think we're going to do some street team guerrilla marketing where we have people go to events and, you know, they canvas events. So, like, outside of a lightning game, you know, handing out all kinds of little cards. You know, MJ Morning Show is back as a podcast. MJ Froggy Fester. There's a homeless guy in my neighborhood who can flip a sign. He stands outside, like, the tax store, like, during tax season. Oh, like Arthur geez. Fleck. Yeah, but he flips a I could I could make, like, an MJ Morning Show sign, and he could flip it outside of, like, Tax USA. Oh, that's right. That's what the Joker was doing outside of that pawn shop or whatever. That's right. That's and then true. those guys, those those Cretans, those little kids, they came by, they mugged him, they took his sign, they smashed it. My sign! Yeah, exactly. And, and then he ended up killing Robert De Niro <laughs> on a talk show. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> Maybe we who, shouldn't who, do that. Who knows where the hell this could lead, right? You're awful, Murray. It's a great movie. <laughs> I never saw it. That was fantastic. I mean, he deserved, in the Academy Awards, uh, he did deserve Best Actor. I mean, what a riveting performance. Now, I wasn't going to even talk about movies here, but just for a second, I did not watch the Academy Awards. I didn't want to waste three and a half hours. Uh, I love the movies. I've always loved the movies. We saw the bulk of those movies. I think the only thing we didn't see was 1917, and uh, that's on my list. I, I want to see 1917. And what's the little, was it Little Women? Was that the other one? We didn't see it. But, oh, Parasite. Did you guys see Parasite? I, no, I, I haven't gone to the movies since, since like 2014. What's Little Guys. Women about midgets? <laughs> Parasite <laughs> is fantastic. You got to go see Parasite. Parasite was absolutely phenomenal. Those South Koreans knocked it out of the park. All I need is Parasite and a good Korean fried chicken. You ever have Korean fried chicken? That won't give you a Parasite, hopefully. Well, it's not coronavirus chicken, Froggy. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, we've got something to talk about later on with the coronavirus, so hang on. But highly recommend Parasite. Jojo Rabbit was incredible. The Joker, as Froggy brought up, what, the acting, the cinematography, that movie just kicked ass. And I didn't what, see any of these You didn't movies. see Joker? No. Oh, you, you have to see Joker. Oh. It's the best. The MJ Morning Show is back, obviously, and the best thing, while we're doing billboards and we're going to do some marketing on the street, etc., and we did the radio spots, and we're going to rotate the promotion as we get this thing to catch on, but listen, we're already doing pretty well with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads, but still, the best thing 
that you can do as a listener to the MJ Morning Show podcast is to tell all your friends and coworkers and relatives about the podcast and to go to our website. Go to mjmorningshow.com. All of the available platforms, Apple and uh, Stitcher and Google Play and the iHeart app, all of the ways to listen to this podcast every single Tuesday morning when it drops are available on our website, mjmorningshow.com. Of course, you can also send us email from the website. mj at mjmorningshow.com is the actual email address. We just put up the MJ Morning Show hotline. That is 813. Holy shit, I forgot what the damn number is. 813-467-6290. And you can send us a text message or you can leave us a voicemail message. And in fact, I've got a couple of voicemails ready to roll. Listen to this. This is from Jose. Hey, good morning, MJ. This is Jose Roldan from Lakeland, Florida. I'm just curious. Um, it would be awesome if you could put like a tip bucket on the uh, podcast website and where people can donate money to help with the podcast and stuff like that. So I'm willing to donate, you know, $1, $2, $3 here or there or hook up to Patreon and do something like that. So I uh, love uh, the show, uh, the podcast forum, and uh, I've listened to every one of them so far. Keep them coming, man. Appreciate you. Listen to you for 18 years. Take care. Bye. Hey, Jose, what do you think? We're homeless? <laughs> I'll give you three bucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll give, you, I'll give you a dollar for the podcast. No, you know what? That could be a good idea. I mean, uh, some of these podcasts, if we have tens of thousands of listeners and everyone drops a buck or two, that's some serious coin. Uh, do people really leave tips on these podcasts? Yeah, a couple of podcasts I listen to actually thank all the people who've donated, and they have like set amounts where you can become like a gold member or like a gold circle listener. Oh, so you pay like 20 bucks a month or something like that, and you get to what? If, if you gave the MJ Morning Show $25, Froggy and Fest will come over to your kid's birthday party. You get a free tote bag like you're watching like public television or something. Listen to this voicemail to the MJ Morning Show hotline. Well, it's time to get up and get out of bed. Little radio genius climb into your head. Get a totally unpredictable start to your day. Sky's doing the jingle. Get your daily dose with MJ. Morning show. <laughs> MJ, let's go. From 6 to 10. Oh, God. I mean, crazy he, game. he knows the whole Comes thing. The voice of insane. A man you can hang with. He's, he's a little demented, but baby, in a beautiful way. Yeah, he's drunk. Get your daily dose with MJ. MJ, what is time the, to wake up. What and is this guy doing? MJ, MJ, start your heart with MJ. How long is this? He takes a crazy oh. world. Uh, we can stop playing this anytime. He knows the whole thing. Everybody oh. is getting oh, oh. with the sound of MJ. MJ. All right. All right we, get emotion, we get it. Emotion, you want we get it. You know the song. Morning show. Go. Oh, how long did he memorize that for? Holy cow. What did he say at the end? Hold on. You were talking. Let me see what he said. Let me see what he says at the end. You want to know to the MJ Morning Show? Go. Go. Just like. Well, what does he say again? Stop talking. Shut up. You want to know to the MJ Morning Show? Go. Passion kid. I don't know what he said. He said something at the very end there. That guy has too much time on his hands. <laughs> I feel sick after hearing that, actually. <laughs> anyway, listen, we love getting the tech. I got I got hundreds of texts already. The uh, voicemail is packed. I only, you know, 
took a couple of them off the voicemail to play here. But we'd love to hear from you. MJ Morning Show hotline at 813-467-6290. Leave a message for us, comments, questions, requests, things that you remember. Listen, we've forgotten about a lot, and we could use you to remind us. And what do you want to hear on the podcast? Leave us some kind of message. Or if you don't want to leave a voicemail, you can just send us a text, 813-467-6290. Now, after last week's podcast came out, the story broke about this nut job that was punching this lady's airplane seat on a flight from New Orleans to Charlotte. And she starts videoing this dude with her cell phone. This story has gone viral. There are millions and millions of views. Now, I was going to play audio, but there's really no audio. All it is is like just the airplane cabin hiss noise at 35,000 feet. But you guys both saw the video. We have to jump into the debate here because there's a huge debate on who was wrong. Was she wrong for reclining her seat and crowding this guy, he was in the last row. His seat did not recline. He was on one of these little commuter jets. I'll get to that in a second. But the big debate is who was wrong. This dude punching this woman's seat, Wendy Williams, I'll give you her whole backstory in a minute here. Or was it her fault for reclining? And it seems that folks are split on this. Now, this guy was just ramming her seat with his fist. I mean, this was insane. I would have to say... If I were to render my verdict here, that he's probably 80% responsible. She might be 20% responsible. 80% you're what? drunk? What? what? For the airline gives you that seat. It's her seat to do with whatever she likes. It's not her fault that he got the bum-ass end of the plane that doesn't recline back. And but, he's he's being violent? He's punching the back of her seat the whole time? It's a common courtesy. You don't use the back recliner. I'm with the guy. Shut up, both of you. Dude, I'm with listen, the guy. I'm guys, on a plane. I guys. recline my seat on takeoff. Like the inertia of the plane taking off, my seat goes back the extra two inches. This chair has no, it does it by itself because your sheer mass and weight does Yeah, that's because you weigh 400 pounds. And the fact is, is that you know, the, the mechanics of the seat can't even hold it. It breaks the seat. Start hearing metal bending. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Fester. The, the guy, the guy's in completely in the. He he couldn't have said, "Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, Wendy Williams. I love your show. Um, <laughs> can you please pull your seat forward?" No, he doesn't do that. It would have been a common courtesy for the woman not to recline, and she actually unreclined for a little bit. Let me give you the backstory here, and then we can debate a little further. And she's claiming she's got, like, back injuries now and all kinds of stuff. So her name is Wendy Williams, and she was traveling from New Orleans to Charlotte. She was on an American Eagle flight operated by Republic Airways, and this was back on January 31st. She tweets out a whole series of tweets. Here's a jackhole. He was angry that I reclined my seat and punched it about nine times hard, at which point I began videoing him, and he resigned to this behavior. Then she goes on to write on Twitter, the other jackhole is the American Air flight attendant who reprimanded me and offered him some rum. Ha! Give him alcohol! Nice! <laughs> that's right. Get the guy punching the seat, get them all liquored up. Yeah, like that's going to really uh, calm things down. After much consideration and exhausting every opportunity for American Airlines to do the right thing, I've decided to share my assault 
from the passenger behind me and the further threats from American Airlines flight attendant. Apparently, she tried to find some kind of remedy quietly with American, and she was not satisfied. So then she goes online and decides to blast this all over social media. Then she writes on Twitter, when the flight attendant came, she rolled her eyes at me and said, what? She then told me it was tight back there and gave him rum. She told me I had to delete the video. It's against the law to video on a plane. <laughs> what? I Listen to this. I asked her her name, and she gave me a passenger disturbance notice. <laughs> so you see what happened here? This woman was videoing. The flight attendant said, you got to erase that video. It's illegal. First of all, it's not illegal to video on an airplane. It is a violation if you disregard instructions of a flight attendant, but I don't think they can order you to delete a video that you took on your phone. And the passenger disturbance notice, I think that was sort of a, a verbal notice. I don't know if it was written where the flight crew is letting you know the passenger, you're creating disturbance. And she could tell the cockpit, they can radio ahead and have the cops ready to take you off in cuffs when the plane lands at the destination. Oh, my gosh. What a hassle. Then this woman tweets out like a spoof to Gloria Gaynor. She tweets out. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> oh, Kept thinking he was going to kill me with those crazy eyes. But I took so many hits. And I thought how he did me wrong and grew strong. I learned how to tweet along. He hit my back so many times. So I'll recline. I will recline. So she's doing I Will Survive Gloria Gaynor via tweet. Good for her. I love this lady. She is absolutely in the right. Oh my gosh, it she's is mental. your seat. It's your seat. You have the right to recline. But there's a there's a comment. It's not. It's an unwritten law. You don't really. You're not supposed to use that thing. This woman apparently did put her seat up because the guy said, "Hey, I want to put my tray table down to eat something," and she did put her seat up. But then she says. When he was done eating, that put her, put her seat right back into the reclined uh. position. And then he got ticked off, and that's when he started punching her seat. <laughs> the video's great. This guy, first of all, he should be forbidden for to, to fly. He should be on everybody's no-fly list. Oh, he can never fly again never, because of that. Never oh, okay, fly. Okay, okay. Take He's the a terrorist. Bus. He's a terrorist. She claims at that point he started hammering away at me. And then she notified the flight attendant, and the flight attendant's response infuriated this woman. She said... It was scary and very painful. She said she lost time at work, had to receive x-rays, and suffered headaches because of what happened on the airplane. She said, I'm in pain. I have one cervical disc left that isn't fused. Oh, my God. He damaged her cervix? No, her cervical, her spine, cervical, oh, oh. no, no oh. cervical disc. I was thinking a little further down. Sorry. No. There's no she, way she got this injured from this. <laughs> she's like, she's a linebacker for 10 years. There's no way. <laughs> she says, I'm grateful for the limited movement I still have, and I shouldn't have had to endure the repeated blows. Claims that American Airlines apologized, but really didn't accept any responsibility for the flight attendant's actions. It seems that. I think she's ticked off. She's pissed that the flight attendant didn't tell the guy to stop hitting the seat. Stop hitting the seat. Let me not give you free alcohol. <laughs> Rub. Because that didn't help the situation at all. She's absolutely in the right here. 
I have a question. Is this all it takes to get free booze on a flight? Because I'll start <laughs> smacking chairs to get some free rum all day. This woman, Wendy Williams, says that she'll be calling the FBI to press charges against the man who mistook me for a punching bag. And anyone who doesn't like it, I don't care. Good for her. Oh. American put out a statement that said, we're aware of a customer dispute that transpired on American Eagle Flight 4392 operated by Republic Airways on January 31st. The safety and comfort of our customers and team members is our top priority. Blah, and our blah, team blah. is lo- Our team is looking into the issue. What about the safety and comfort of the lady getting punched a dozen times by this crazy guy. Dude, what, how much of a weenie are you, man? What would you do if that happened to you? Hey, are you I told kidding you, me? The whole country's divided on who's at fault here. Can I give this dude that punched this lady's seat a tip? There is a website and an app called Seat Guru. You just go on to Seat Guru, you type in your airline, your date, and your flight number. It tells you what airplane model you're on. It shows you the mapping, the whole seat layout, and they have green seats, which are like the best. They have the white seats, which are just standard seats, all cool. They have yellow seats with like a cautionary, and then they have red seats. Do not take this seat. And I looked up this flight. It was an Embraer. E-175, which is a little commuter jet, and that jet is either a 21-row version or 23-row, and the last row are just flaming red seats. Do not take those seats. Now, he might have been just given those at the counter. I don't know. But if you're going to fly, go on a seat guru and try to pick your seat that's good and not a suck-ass seat. Now, I have another uh, tip for this guy. It's called the pre-flight Xanax. (laughs) <laughs> An hour before your flight, what you want to do is you want to pop a Zanny bar, and then she'll be she'll be on your lap, and you won't even care, my friend. Frog, do you have prescriptions for these Zanny bars? <laughs> of course <laughs> not. Of course not. Oh boy! And you know, I guess this is a perfect segue because Froggy told me a story about his return flight from Indianapolis. Of course, Froggy was not on last week's podcast because he had to go to some shelving trade show in Indianapolis. And you're flying back to Tampa? And this is insane. Now, no violent assaults, but you saw some flat-out porno on the woman's cell phone across the aisle from you. I probably came across the craziest, most fun, but yet most drunk chick I've ever... Woman, excuse me, woman. Not I've a, ever met on a flight. Not a chick. Not a chick. Okay. This is a woman, okay? And it all started, you know when you wait in line? I was flying Southwest, so you wait in line, and you yep. know you have your A, B, or C, okay? Yep. This girl comes running to the gate as we're boarding. Of course, I was late C's because I'm lazy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I've been drinking at the bar for the last two hours, okay? So that's how it starts. She's been drinking at the bar for two hours. She comes. She's in the C row with me. I end up sitting next to her, not not directly next to her, but she was the row across. If you, if yeah, you know so it. you're in the aisle on the left side of the plane, and according to the picture you sent me of her, yes. she's on the aisle seat on the right side. Yes, so she takes yeah. this opportunity to start yapping to the woman next to her. Just yap, yap, yap. Not She has no idea how loud she is. It's unbelievable. How old is this woman? She might be 25. 25, 20, 25 26, party okay. girl, obviously. So she starts talking to the old lady next to her. They're, having, they're hitting it off, right? You know, they're going through all the instructions, the, the flight crew, and she doesn't care. She's just yip, 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 yip. It's, it's obvious that she's the loudest person on the plane. Everybody hears her. 
Okay. So the flight goes on. She's still talking. And, of course, I'm just looking at her the whole time. She starts to lift up her shirt <laughs> towards the woman as if, you know, I'm trying to think about what they were talking about. Here's what I think. They were talking about her new boob job. Oh. I've been trying to put this together. Okay. So wait a minute. She then turns to the woman to her right across the aisle, and you could see that she lifted up yes. her shirt to show the woman. Was, was the woman in the window seat or the window middle seat. seat? Window seat. No middle so there was seat. Nobody, no, no one's in the middle. If you examine the picture I sent you, you know there was no right. middle seat. Old right. lady against the window. Right. Young, hot, drunky. On the aisle, right? And she lifts her shirt yes, okay. on the airplane. Lifting her shirt, not just once, over and over again. So I'm going, okay, I don't see anything, but pretty sure this girl's showing this old lady her breasts, which, you know, will get you through any flight, really, if you think <laughs> I mean, about it. That's great. Guys, it gets better. It Whoa, gets- uh, hang on. Uh, okay, I don't know this part yet. Wait a minute. For all you just said, I, I got to tell you about the crazy woman on the flight, and he sent me a picture it gets better than her lifting her shirt and showing the lady next to her, her breasts on the flight? It, say she turned to me and said, hey, you, your name's Froggy, right? Look at my boobs. <laughs> this is better than this. Okay. That, that situation would have been not as good as this. So they're still talking about her boobs. I don't know if this old lady had boobs or not, but they related on a fake boob topic. So she's talking, and she starts going, hang on, let, let, me, let me show you what I used to look like. So, you know, when you take out your phone, you go to your photo section, you can see a hundreds of, you can see hundreds of pictures. Just, you know, she's going through her picture roll. Yeah. So she's, and I go, oh my God, look at this. I'm going to, I'm going to scope out some of this girl's pictures. Guys, I am not lying. Probably over a thousand nudes. Really? Of this girl. And I'm not talking about, hey, let me pose and show you my boobs. I'm talking about nudes. Like very clinical so, pictures? You're able to see these because the way she's holding the phone, and you're just like a cartoon character. Your eyes are going, yeah. uh, and you're watching all her nudes? I feel like I know every part of this girl. I know every angle. I know every nuance of this girl's body because she took pictures of it all. Now, I don't know if these were pictures for herself or for her boyfriend, but guys, best flight ever. It was like two straight hours of me looking at the girl across. This makes me sound like a creep. But I saw this girl's naked body. I saw her boobs. I saw her butt. Okay. You you know what else I saw? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Guys, 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 you won't believe what else I saw. I just got to say, best flight ever. Uh, And did you have this conversation with your wife, or is Kim going to find out about this when she listens to this podcast? As everything else, when she hears the podcast, of course. (laughs) Are you nuts? I'm not telling her about that. I was like, oh, the flight was terrible, babe. (laughs) So glad to be home. Froggy, you sent me a picture of, like, her back and side in the seat. I don't know what she looks like. You didn't send an actual picture of her face. Well, of course, I'm not going to take a picture of her face, but she was a very attractive, young, blonde lady who likes to have a good time and take nude pictures. Froggy, if you want to play your cards right, you could have Mile High Club that thing. Oh, come on. I'm a married man. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Moving along.
Are you guys scared to order from a Chinese restaurant or go to a Chinese restaurant because of the coronavirus? Oh, I'm sorry. It's now the COVID-19 virus. I guess the folks from Corona Beer actually got to these people and said, hey, you've got to change the name of this virus. You know, I feel bad. I really, for Corona Beer, I feel bad. It, it has to have had an impact of sorts. I mean, it just kind of sucks out of nowhere. You've got this brand just kind of going along, and then here's this, like, new deadly virus, and it's called Corona, you know? This is as bad as that chocolate dietary supplement called AIDS. <laughs> You're right. that's, that's true. I know. Back seriously, back in like the 1980s, it was like this I was a kid. Back I've talked about this I before. Know, I saw, yeah, I that's the only reason why I know. Oh, I remember the commercials. Oh, 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 so you you remember we talked about this a long time ago on the MJ Morning show. That's true. Yeah. Back in like the 1970s and 1980s, there was a diet suppressant like a little chocolate chewy <laughs> candy type thing and it was called AIDS A-Y-D-S and we played the commercial yeah. it's like hey take AIDS and lose weight when I lose weight like, take AIDS you know. talk about awful and then of course AIDS acquired immune deficiency syndrome right it was diagnosed and the whole story broke in like 1981 1982 and it just beat the hell out of this product they disappeared <laughs> who's gonna buy something, who's going to eat something called AIDS? Well, the funny thing was the AIDS company actually changed their name to HIV. And <laughs> no, they did. We I'm, st- I'm kidding. We stop. But that, that, uh, that's how bad it is for Corona to have this coronavirus. Well, I feel bad. Anyway, the other little offshoot story, I was asking about Chinese restaurants. I've read numerous stories now, seriously, that Chinatown in New York, Chinatown in Boston, Chinatown in Los Angeles, Chinatown in San Francisco. Business is down. Restaurant sales are down. People don't want to go to Chinese restaurants and go to Chinese businesses in the United States because of the fear of this COVID-19 coronavirus. Oh, come on. Don't don't blame the Peking duck. General Sao doesn't have this virus in his chicken. I'm killing my own General Sao's and Peking ducks. That's it. I don't trust Chinese restaurants. You see that North Korea shot and killed one of their government officials that he was in China on business, and he came back to North Korea, and he was supposed to be in quarantine for 30 days, and then he was spotted at a Korean bathhouse in North Korea. (laughs) Seriously. And they shot and killed him. They executed him. That was his penalty for breaking the quarantine. Can you imagine if North Korea gets this virus with how undernourished and in what bad shape their population is because they're starving and they're eating dirt and bark and grass and bugs. Can you imagine? It would ravish that country if this virus hit there. Well, that's actually most of China, too. It's a very, very rural country, China is. And I can't say I blame King Jong-un. He's the only King, fat one. He's the only fat one in that whole country. No, you're right. He's the only one that gets, like, real food. Well, listen, the elite in North yeah. Korea gets a lot of food. Hey, Froggy, are you currently living... In an HOA, in a homeowners association where you have like the board and they're, you know, putting all these rules and regulations on you? No, sir. After my last experience, I will not live in an HOA community anymore. I, I can't. Oh, that's right. You used to live in an HOA. No, I can't deal with it. And what was the problem there? Why'd you leave? I got pulled over on, you remember those little min, mini motorcycles that we used to drive around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got pulled over by the HOA president who was like 78 years old. He's like, excuse me, slow down. That's a, there's no license on that vehicle, young man. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, I have to call the police. So, you know, th- these guys are drunk with power, so I can't handle HOA presence. Sorry. 
All right. The reason why I bring this up is I saw this story of an HOA, and I know that a lot of our listeners probably live in those planned communities where it's a gated community or a planned community where you have the the uh, the, the bylaws and what, what are they call the uh, the rules yeah, and all regulations. The restrictions is what they are. Uh, I, I, deed restricted. Yeah. That, that's what I'm. Th- I'm trying. That's the word I'm trying to think of. You know, these deed restricted communities with the homeowners association out of Arizona. What what Froggy? When I saw this, I thought of you because I remember you used to have a problem with the HOA where you used to live. It turns out that a lot of the residents in this community in Gilbert, Arizona, they hate their HOA and they started a Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, they're just ripping their their whole board of directors and the homeowners. They're just ripping them new ones. Good. All kinds of commentary. They're complaining about them. Well, guess what? This freaked out the board, and now they're threatening to fine them like 250 bucks a day for their posts that remain up on Facebook that are negative and critical against the board of directors at the Homeowners Association. Yeah, good luck collecting that money from me. <laughs> yeah, come get it. Yeah, the warning here is, you know, a lot of these Homeowners Association's boards, they're like drunk with power. So be careful if you criticize them. You know, you get you rack up fines and, you know, then they threaten to take your house. They and, can't do you know, anything. <laughs> they can't do anything. You're, you're complaining about them on social media? Listen, the bottom line here is I'm sure if this goes to court, this is going to be covered by First Amendment rights. And I can't believe that a homeowners association is going to be able to assess a fine against you opining on how they operate. But listen, we've seen these stories over the years where the HOAs will find somebody for having, I don't know, a swing set that's uh, not appropriate or they'll have a flag in their yard that's not approved. And they start assessing these fines. And there have been some cases where the fines rack up and the people can't afford the fines at some point, and they like foreclose on their house. I mean, that's a freaking nightmare. Yeah, the whole thing's a terrible story, but screw the HOAs. Yeah, they're always old and, you know, yeah. drunk with power. I've got nothing better to do. I'm going to join the HOA. Let me measure your flag. Mm, your grass is two millimeters too tall. What do you say we hit up the MJ Morning Show podcast listener email bag? So many ways to communicate, of course. You can drop us email at MJ at MJMorningShow.com. You can go to our website, MJMorningShow.com, and the email address is on there. We now have the new MJ Morning Show hotline where you can send us a text message at 813-467-6290. That's 813-467-6290. You can send us a voicemail as well. I mean, so many ways to communicate. Just regular email, uh, mj at mjmorningshow.com. Here's one. Love the show. Love that it's back. I loved it back in the day. I worked overnight at the Target right by the station. I would listen on my way home, and two stunts that stand out for me because I went and watched them, the time that you attached all the balloons to Dave the Dwarf. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember, we put him in like a lawn chair, and we had like a thousand balloons with helium to lift him off the ground and let him float away? Incredible. I remember that, yeah. What did we finally got him off the ground? Didn't we? We got him high. We I, we had to anchor it to the MJ Morning <laughs> Show Hummer. That's right. We tethered it because if he would have floated away, could you imagine that? We would have gone to jail on that one. I think you can't just launch midgets into the sky. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then also, oh, this is on YouTube. I think then the road rage that you filmed at Popeyes, where I started, I started ramming Fester's car. 
You guys were taking too long at the drive-thru window, and I think this was a story in the news, and this was a reenactment, right? Yeah, it was a reenactment of a story in the news. During that segment, and it's on YouTube, I saw it a couple of weeks ago, that's when I learned Dave the Dwarf is the worst actor in the world. <laughs> what did you do with the old Camaro? I remember the old maroon Camaro. I, I, I you know, that's I, right. I got my I was hands on a Trans Am, or was it? Tra- it it was a Camaro or Trans Am, like a 19... Uh, Late 80s, early 90s. Just a clunker. Yeah. And there was a story about some kind of road rage incident at a drive through where the car behind rammed the car ahead, and we recreated this thing. If you go to YouTube and probably type in MJ Morning Show Popeye's drive through it'll probably pop up. That's fantastic. Hey, Travis, thanks. Uh, what if that's Travis Daly? Uh, Travis, thanks for the email. I appreciate it. Oh, Frog, you're going to love this. Yes. So glad you guys are back. This is from Andrea. Andrea writes, MJ at MJMorningShow.com, so glad you guys are back. Two of the most memorable moments for the radio show for me were the time when Meredith was accused of smoking marijuana with one of the interns during Labor Day weekend, and you wanted her to take a drug test. She refused, and Froggy ripped out her hair. <laughs> I forgot about that. Do you remember that? Oh, God. Whenever I think of Meredith, we, I... we were going to do one of those follicle tests that you can buy like at CVS or Walgreens. Remember that? She was 100% guilty. I mean, she got busted. That's it. We didn't need the test. Was that a true story? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, listen, she was young. Yeah, we all might have smoked pot with the interns at one time or another. That's that's hysterical. Oh, and the moment when Froggy and Fester received a cease and desist from Domino's Pizza for trying to start Dom and Nose Pizza. Oh, yeah. Remember this? Fester's real name is Dom. Dom and Nick. So Dom, and then Froggy has a pretty big nose. So Dom and Froggy the nose became Dom and Nose Pizza. And what happened with that? We had a logo made. We started. Yes. We, we, we were going to put it on like vehicles and drive around town and knock <laughs> on people's doors. And Domino's, the, the real place, sent us big legal letter. Stop, stop screwing around with our name. I wonder if you really think back to the history of the show, how many cease and desist we had like sent to us. It had to have been just tons. I mean, did Blimp and Shrimp Moving ever get one? That's no, question. we didn't copy Blimp and Shrimp off of any other brand. It's not oh, like there's a fat right. guy in Midget Moving Company. <laughs> I, I wish I could find that jingle for Blimp and Shrimp Movers. That was hysterical. Blimp and Shrimp Moving. There's room for improving. <laughs> but they're really, really, really fat. And they got Whatever sh- the heck it was. That was funny stuff. I love getting these emails. I love getting the voicemails. All the stuff that we've forgotten about. Again, folks, follow us on Twitter. My Twitter feed is at Todd Schnitt. So give me a follow at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. My Instagram, well, you'll get a whole different side, all kinds of little personal pictures, and I'm me cooking in the kitchen and all kinds of crap. On Instagram, I am certified Todd Schnitt. So give me a follow on Twitter at Todd Schnitt. On Instagram, I am at certified Todd Schnitt. And, of course, all the ways to contact us. I thought I'd roll one more voicemail from the MJ Morning Show voicemail hotline, 813-467-6290. I thought I'd roll one more voicemail before we close down this episode. Hey, Todd, a.k.a. Uh, MJ. Hey, uh, I'd like to say I enjoy your program. I wish you'd go live. Anyway, hey, I do appreciate your uh, doing the to- uh podcast there I, I really enjoy it and uh uh crotchety old man the insurance that is one of my favorites i love that one 
I think the guys did a great job on that. And also, um, going back in the earlier years, I think after BJ left, I'm not sure, um, you had something female, um, uh, having you, uh, having her answer questions or something like that. I can't remember her name. That's Rhonda. But maybe that's another thing you can bring <laughs> yep. up too. Thanks much. Hey, listen, uh, enjoy your program. Keep it up. I hope you do go live. Talk to you later. Bye. He's talking about Rhonda the Receptionist and the Rhonda Receptionist radio quiz. Uh, I've got those. We can start playing those. Fester, try to track down Rhonda. Okay, I will. Yeah, how is she? Oh, I, guess I, she don't know. I guess she's fine. I don't know. She was Let's see if we can find her and get her on the show. I'll tell you what. Appreciate the voicemail for you. Here is the classic crotchety old man call. This is the insurance call. Help you. Oh, thank God you've answered. Is this car insurance? Yes, it is. I need to be covered immediately. Okay, well, do you do you already have insurance now with us? No, I don't. In fact, I don't have any coverage whatsoever. And I've just been involved in a car accident. I'm in the vehicle right now. I'm pinned and the rescue squad is on the way. Uh, well, I don't... Hold on. Insurance immediately. I can't. I can't get you insurance without you being present here in the office. I need to insure my 1989 Lincoln Mercury Grand Marquis. It's gold. I'm sorry, but I cannot insure your vehicle right now while it's involved in an accident. I need to insure it immediately because I ran into some type. I, I cannot. What? Thank that is the law. I cannot. I rammed into a bus, and I think it's a gasoline tanker truck. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Hold There's the, nothing oh. I can do for you. I can transfer you to my quote line. You can get a quote. What does Amico sell? Who? Amico Gasoline. Yes, that's what I just ran into. I'm stuck in the vehicle, and I'm waiting for the... Oh, here comes the firefighter now. Hold on for one minute. Sir, just please remain calm. We're going to get you out of here as soon as possible. Okay. Uh, Captain, we need the jaws of life, please. Uh Uh-oh. What are the jaws of life? They have to cut you out of the car. Okay, I'm okay. The car is just wrapped around me like I'm in a cocoon. Well, why, why, why are you calling to get insurance? Why aren't you calling your family members to come and get you at this accident? Hold on a sec. The, the firefighter's coming back to me. Don't move now. Uh, we're going to put this neck collar on you. Okay, okay? yes. Uh, stay still. No, sir, please, don't move. I won't move. Put, okay, they're putting a neck collar on me. Okay. All right, so what do I have to do? I have to give you my V. Diesel or MasterCard number? No, sir. I, I am unable to give you insurance right now. I just happen to have the yellow pages in my car at the time of the accident, and I'm calling you. It says low, low down payments, easy monthly payments, regardless of driving record. I am unable to insure you by law. I'll slip you $100 just back. That's ba- not worth my job. 
just backdate it. It's not worth my job. Because right now I think we're looking at serious damage to my vehicle and the bus that I hit, as well as the gasoline tanker truck. I am very Sir, could you sorry. put the cell phone hold, down, hold, please? Yes, I put it. put it down. I'm putting the phone down. Put hold, it down now. I'm putting the phone down. Hold, okay, I, okay. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, can you hear the fireman? Yes, I can hear. I can hear. I'll pay five times the amount. I'm in a twisted, mangled I mess. I cannot help you. You're going to have to call somebody else. I cannot help you. I apologize. Well, well can I come back later today after I'm extracted from the vehicle? <laughs> yes, but I can't cover you for the damages. Hold on a minute. Hold on. I have a few more questions, but they're starting to rip the roof off. I think, I really think that you need to call your family members. No, I don't have any family members. They're all bastards and they left me. Hold on a minute. They're, they're, they're taking the roof off. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. They're taking the roof off. I can't hear you. Hold on. I'll, I'll be right there. Hang on. They're taking the roof off now. They're taking the roof off my car now. Hang on. Hang on. All right. Hold on. They're grinding metal. Can you hear me? Hello. I'm here. I can look. I cannot help you. I need insurance. Okay, the roof is off. All right, well, then okay. you need to call Progressive they, or somebody else. Call 1-800- Call what? 1-800-what? Auto Pro. What? A-U-T-O-P-R-O. Why can't you help me? They won't be able to help you either. Hello? I'm, I'm sorry, but I cannot help you. I wish I could. I have extensive damage. It looks like the Amoco gasoline truck is totaled, and I hit a bus. I, there's I, there's nothing I can do for you. I wish there was. The bus is flipped over. It, it doesn't matter what's wrong right now. I cannot help you. I cannot provide you with auto insurance for this accident. I've Sorry. got I've got to have a c cigarette. I'm feeling very nervous. I H bet you are. Hold on. Hold. Sir, you hit a gasoline truck. Yes. Please, don't yes. light the cigarette. No, I got to have it. Do not light that cigarette. No, I got to. Don't light that cigarette. I got to have the cigarette. Hey, who's the who's the actor in that call? The firefighter. Who was that? That's Eric Chase. Oh, okay. I, I'm sitting here trying to think of who that is. His acting is impeccable. It's impeccable. On point. Great. The one and only Eric Chase, one of the best radio production guys and musicians on the planet. Guys, that's episode number eleven. I can't believe we've done 11 of these podcasts already. 11. People are loving these things. Folks, word of mouth is the absolute best advertising. Please tell everyone about the MJ Morning Show podcast. We're back, available on all major platforms. Listen, download, subscribe. Go to MJMorningShow.com. That's MJMorningShow.com for all the platforms. Or just search MJMorningShow.com. And we'll see you next time for episode number 12. The MJ Morning Show. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or if you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. 
without you, the listeners. We wouldn't exist, so thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. Radio Influence.